welcome to Her Unrealistic Ways. Hi, I'm Molly Hamill, a former corporate executive turned spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women create unrealistic results in unrealistic ways, to rely on energy, intuition, and manifesting as much as action, thinking, and doing it all themselves. In this podcast, you'll hear me share insights from my own journey, as well as conversations with inspiring women who are creating their own realities. Let's get started. Sharing today's episode feels so timely to me. I'm in the middle of delivering my money program, Raise Your Money Vibes. For those of you who have known me for a while, know that I am more motivated by creating impact than I am by receiving money, though I love both. So creating impact within the energy and topic of money and witnessing the healing that occurs is so powerful and rewarding. And that's exactly what you'll experience in today's episode. My soul sister, Emily Wilcox, is here to drop some life-changing wisdom related to money wounds and limiting beliefs. I guarantee that you will walk away feeling inspired and tapped into some new, powerful ways of relating to money. Emily has built multiple seven-figure businesses after a successful pharmaceutical sales career, and a little over a year ago, started her own money coaching business, M Makes Money. Within the first year, she hit six figures. For any of you out there who are thinking about starting your own business, but are concerned that your voice isn't needed, M's story will be an inspiration for you. Because like her voice was needed, yours is too. Emily, hello. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here. I know. So I wanted Emily to come on because she taught me something so invaluable, just like last month, I think, actually, that completely had me view things differently related to money. And I'll give you a two-second backstory on it. So I started doing these sessions, Entrepreneur Energetics. When I do them, I'm accessing like 3D, 4D, 5D all at once. And so there's a lot of energy that's moving. So they're not they're not sessions that I could do like eight of in the day. Like I would probably be wiped out the next day and not able to move. And I was getting, I was getting tired from doing a lot of them, which was bumming me out because I love doing them. And so I knew, okay, I have to scale this and I have to start charging differently because I'm burning myself out. So of course I reached out to Emily, who, as I just described, specializes in this exact thing. And I'm going to share exactly what you told me, which completely rocked my world and had me think about things so differently related to time and money. Perfect. Well, (laughs) thank you so much for that context. And, you know, what this led us into was sort of a conversation around what I call the hard money wound. And Mm -hmm. It can show up in different ways in our business, but the basic premise of the hard money wound is if I want to make more, I need to do more. Mm -hmm. If I want to make more money, I got to work harder. Mm -hmm. Right. And we've been so conditioned from that, from Mm -hmm. a society perspective, but we also have a lot of evidence of that being true too. Like there were often we have a season of our lives where it is true. Actually, the harder we work, the more money we make. And if we want to make more, then we need to do more. Mm-hmm. But when we step into this season of scaling our businesses or really aligning our business to our gifts, mm-hmm. that model breaks down. Mm-hmm. And it can break down for a variety of reasons, but essentially, And I had this happen too with my business where we got to like the low seven figures, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. but it was like, okay, well, if we want to double the business, there's no possible way to double 
the mm-hmm. effort, you know, like mm-hmm. there just aren't enough hours in the day. So it's like the math stops working or you hit a burnout or like what was happening with you. It's clear that there's no way I can hit 10K months, 20K months or whatever, doing the math on how much I'm charging for each hour of my time, right? And so when we sort of look at the hard money wound, the the shift that I think you're referring to that really kind of changed everything inside of your brain is flipping the equation slightly. So our brain wants to say effort equals income. So if you want more income, add more effort. Mm -hmm. And when we change that to impact, impact equals income, it changes everything And it's something that our brain can actually pretty easily get behind because we have lots (laughs) of evidence of celebrities and musicians and all kinds of people where it's like, oh yeah, duh, of course, they don't just work harder to make more money. It's like how many people they impact. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (sighs) Yes. Yes. That is exactly when I was like, wait a second. And I, and there, my brain understood it and then flipped instant resistance because I thought, well, you know, I worked in HR before. I know a lot of friends who are HR consultants. I know what they charge per hour. I was like, I can't possibly charge more than that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just remember that you said to me, I will never forget this moment. And you're like, well, if you're creating change for someone in their business in 75 minutes, that might take another coach that isn't accessing other dimensions and stuff, two months, you should actually be charging more for that 75 minutes than they would be charging for the two months. And I was like, hold up sister. What? Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? And then I don't know why my brain went to this, but like, yeah. I mean, if I could purchase a flight right now and it was a private jet and it would get me there quicker or for the same price, I could fly coach and it would take longer. Like, duh, of course. Yes. yes, I get it. (laughs) Totally. I was just talking to a client about this the other day and I'm like, look, okay, there's two options. One option. I've developed this incredible new technology that gives you an entire four-year college degree overnight. You just put on these headphones while you're sleeping. All the information gets downloaded into your mind. It's actually been accredited by universities. So you get the same diploma when you're done. And in 24 hours, like you've got it all, you can do that. Or you can do the full four years. Which one do you choose and which one should cost more? (laughs) Exactly. And what is from your experience, some of the wound, like underneath the surface that's going on, because we are raised to, you know, work hard and you'll be rewarded. And first of all, every client that I, that comes my way works hard. So that's, let's just take that, that part of the equation off the table. Cause that's already happening. Like that's, that's a no brainer. Like that's not even a question. Um, and especially a lot of my clients are women who are mothers and business owners or have corporate jobs. So their work basically never stops. So let's just like eliminate that portion of it from the equation. The assumption is it's already known that there's a lot of work going on. Totally. And the terminology that I use for money wounds is, is terminology that I created. So if you're listening to this and you've never heard it before, that's why, but the hard money wound tends to tango with two other money wounds. So one is the money shame wound, which is kind of like, who am I? And like Mm. sort of attaching our worthiness around money. Mm -hmm. And then the evil money wound, 
which is where we're sort of concerned that, you know, we'll be ostracized by our friends and family, that we, that it's bad to have too much money. Mm -hmm. And so the reason these are connected is that we often feel like, well, if I had to work hard for the money, that's different. Mm -hmm. So if my family sees that, yes, I have a lot of money, but boy, I worked really hard for it and I really sacrificed, then my belonging won't be in question. Then I can still belong in my community. And then the other thing is, if I had to work really hard for my money and I really had to sacrifice for it, then I'm worthy of it. So we just create these stories and project our own insecurities onto money. And then because the one thing that society has sort of championed around money is that money is okay as long as you're working hard for it. Yeah. Then we sort of take every insecurity, which is what if I'm not worthy of it? Or what if people will judge me for it? And we say, aha, I know the solution. I just have to work really hard. Mm-hmm. That's all. And so for you with something like entrepreneur energetics, where it's such a gift, it's like a spiritual gift and, and something that you've cultivated over time in, in your corporate work as well. And so now it, it feels relatively effortless when you're in the sessions, then the way that the hard money wound shows up is in the pricing because it's like, well, surely I can't charge a lot of money for this because it's easy. It's effortless. And so it's that old equation of effort equals income. And because it doesn't feel like I'm having to effort for this a lot, then I don't think that I should charge for it. That's so true. And there's so much, there's a million things that are coming up for me as you say all of that. I mean, the first thing is just for anyone that's hearing that, who's relating, it's like, if I stop and look back up all of the investments I've made in myself for it to feel like ease now, oh my God, like the, that's a ton, a ton of money, a ton of investment. Right. So there's that. But the other thing is, so Emily and I go on these journeys together. My spiritual mentor runs them and you don't need to be at them to probably feel the shifts that have been going on universally energetically, but we've shifted from the era of the mind, which was all about like time um, to do lists, like all the things, right into the era of the soul, which is bringing your essence through passion into service of joy. But there's almost a guilt feeling that you talked about earlier when something that you're doing, even if you know it's having such an impact on a client, when it feels such a level of joy, it feels like for me, the old Irish Catholic guilt will come up. Like I shouldn't be having so much fun with this, like, and making money doing it. That's not how we were raised. And that whole energy system is changing. And we're stepping into this space of like, if it's not of the energy of ease, it's going to be impossible. It's going to be like crickets or abundance and like almost nothing in between. And that's going to be the meter with which we know that we're aligned or we're not. But that's what came up for me when you were talking about that. And I'm wondering if you're seeing that as a pattern Mm -hmm. where women stepping into their joy and making money for it, it's like, all the old wounds are coming up. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's like whenever there's a spiritual gift or there's something that just feels so obvious and easy, then the concern is always around pricing Mm -hmm. and really embodying the expertise and 
really getting visible and sharing it and stepping into your power around this gift. And then the other side of the coin is the people who have made money through the hard money wound. So, you know, they've built a pretty successful business, but are feeling kind of burnt out by it or feeling Mm -hmm. like they've just been stuck in wounded masculine energy. It's like they've embodied the pricing, Mm -hmm. but now they need to move in the other direction of how do I step into my gifts and change my role in this company that I've built so that it does feel more like joy and play and Mm -hmm. ease. So it's often like people have one piece of the equation or the other, and then where they're seeking support or coaching is on how to marry the two. That's interesting because now as I'm having this conversation with you, I'm thinking too about experiences I've had with coaching calls. And even if there is an upfront energy of ease, like, oh, I'm good at making money. And I've been that way my whole life. Every business I've ever started has been successful. On the back end, there's almost a killing of the joy because there's maybe spending the money as fast as they make it, or there's the ease, there isn't an ease continuation, even on the front end, if it's allowed to some degree, accepted to some degree, then on the back end, there's like, oh, well, I have to provide for my whole extended family, every sibling, everything. So it becomes this energy of struggle on the back end instead. So anyway, that just came up as I was listening to you there. Yeah. And I, and it's a good point because like the hard money wound can also show up in like sneakier and more subtle ways as well. I see it a lot with business structure. So, you know, if clients come to me and we riff on, you know, a new offer that they Mm want to do and they're like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. so now I need to talk to my copywriting team and I've got somebody working on the graphics and we're going to put together a landing page and we've got to build out the backend tech and we've got to have the email sequence for it. And you know, so we'll launch it maybe in two months. It's like, okay, hard money wound here. Yeah, Like it doesn't have to be that hard to receive money. But if we think, if we think it has to be hard, then we'll create all kinds of crazy systems and hoops that we have to jump through before we can make a dollar. (laughs) I'm just, my throat totally constricted as you were saying all that. (laughs) This is what happens in the sessions I do because we're so programmed to do these certain things and online entrepreneurs, especially like here's the 12 steps or the, this or the, that, and it does become like a bottleneck energetically. And I don't know if this is coming up for you, but man, the people who tap into their passion and let that be the guider of what's happening. It's like, that's where the magnetism is showing up right now. Are you seeing that on your end as well? For sure. And particularly, you know, with human design, it's like 70% of humans have a defined sacral. The defined sacral is like, am I lit up now? Do I want to do it now? It's very much in the moment. And so what happens a lot when we overcomplicate things is that you're lit up, you're fired up about it. Mm -hmm. And instead of leading with that passion and Mm -hmm. allowing it to be messy, but the energy to be really magnetizing. Instead, I see women take that excited energy and go to their team and start to make a launch plan. Yeah. And by the time they're actually ready to talk about it, however many days later, it's like the sacral fire has gone out. It's been extinguished 
And mm-hmm. so everything looks perfect. And then no one's buying because mm-hmm. that underlying fire and magnetism is gone. Oh yeah. I, I totally agree. That was a moment for me at the end of last year when I was just taking a pause and there were some things I knew in my business, I didn't want to continue. And I was just reflecting on what really worked over the years since I've been doing it. And what was amazing to me was to see that the, one of the first launches I ever did was most successful. And I didn't even have an email like list. I didn't have mail. I had nothing. <laughs> I had some email yeah. addresses and like my Gmail and I had yeah. no system. I think I had a PayPal link. And when I look back, it was like always when I led with the passion, Yeah, that's when the energy really moved and spoke for itself. And people didn't need to know all the details. They felt that it was palpable. Yeah. And they're like, I'm in, I'm in. I don't even know what this is. I'm in. Totally. <laughs> that's the impact that we're talking about too, to like loop it back. That's the impact of ease. That's the impact of passion. And that's something that we're not used to quantifying. Yeah. When we can let it be easy and lead more with energy, the energy speaks for itself. And I'm also a sucker for a great graphic and stuff. It's not Mm -hmm. that it has to be an either or, Mm -hmm. but it's, I think for everyone listening, it's just noticing the places in your business where it feels hard yeah, and asking yourself, what would ease look like in this category and in this moment? (laughs) I feel like that comes out of my mouth on every single call. Well, what would it feel like if it was easy? Because it's interesting when you see that it's not, the mind wants to jump in and assess and analyze and like come up with a solution. And honestly, it's an energy to tap into. Like you just said, it's not a problem to fix. It's not diagnosing that something's wrong. It's actually just tapping into a different energy paradigm of like, what else is possible right now with this? Yeah. What would it feel like if this was easy? Yeah, it's Abraham Hicks talks about this. You know, the the energy of the problem and the energy of the solution are two very different frequencies. Yes, yes. Like you can't show up to the problem with the frequency of the problem and expect to solve it. Right. It's like two different things. Exactly. That's incredible. So for everybody who's listening to this, like take a beat and think. Income equals impact. What would shift for you? What would that feel like to give yourself permission for income to equal impact? The majority of people that I work with are women and women are all about impact. Like it's already happening. And even if you're newer in your career, and I'm sure I'm, you heard this, but for people starting out, it's like, well, I'm, I, you know, you kind of still have your Bambi legs. Like if you're becoming a coach or whatever, and it's like just the gift of listening. Some of these quote, more feminine, softer skills that typically aren't acknowledged or rewarded or given a prize while we're going through school and stuff. Like just the gift of listening to someone is an incredible impact that you're having yes. on them by holding that space and not jumping down their throat and telling them what's best for them. So impact can show up in so many ways that you are organically doing. And so I would invite everyone to just see like, where am I already having the impact that I'm discounting? Yeah. And especially for the people with the open heart center, um, in human design, because that can be a center where we tend to undervalue ourselves. So a little for all the human design junkies out there, something to take a look at. Emily just started her money coaching business a year ago. Yeah. And 
using the medicine that she shared today, she's now well made over six figures in her first year. And I know that there's a lot of women with dreams who say, well, there's already a lot of money coaches out there. So what would I have to contribute to that conversation? And I just want to highlight you right now as proof that when you tap into your originality and your medicine, look at the business you've built in a tiny bit over one year. Yeah. And the people, you. yeah, that needed your medicine, that's different than the other voices that are already out there. So just want to highlight that for a moment because I know there's women listening who are like, well, what would I have to contribute? A freaking lot. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate you bringing that up because, you know, of course, I've had those moments of questioning. I think it's natural as an entrepreneur that we have those moments. And, you know, I interface with, many, many seven and eight figure women entrepreneurs and the fears are still the same. It's just the, the more successful you are, the faster you move through them. Yeah. It's like, you can see the fear and feel the fear and name the fear, but yeah. not get stuck with it. For me, when I think about my money medicine, I'm so grateful that there are other money teachers out there as well. <laughs> Here's the thing. I grew up a middle-class white girl in the United States. I don't have a huge struggle story on surface around money. So not everyone's going to relate to that. Can you imagine if I was the only money coach? Yeah. How many people might feel left behind, but she's never known what it was like to miss a meal. That's true. I never have known that. I've never been homeless. I've never, you know, all of these different things. And so when we can just trust that our story matters and our unique perspective matters and so does everyone else's. Yeah. It, it becomes easier to just kind of find our place. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just trusting that like speaking my experience doing this for myself, allowing myself to be my own best testimonial, that that was enough for my soulmate clients. Mm -hmm. And the people that it wasn't enough for will find their soulmate coach. And thank God there are other coaches that are the right fit for them. I completely agree with that because I, I still relate to what you've said. I've gone through many programs before where the teacher grew up not knowing when the next meal was going to come. And I, that was not something I could relate to either. My money wounds were different. And so the impact of those programs were like, oh, okay. I learned a couple of things, but like didn't really rock my world. However, I would refer out clients who were like, oh, that rocked my world. That changed my life because the origin was similar. So I think that's such an important point that you just made because there's so many <laughs> There's wounds all over the place with yeah. any topic and there's medicine for it too. Yeah. And that's where the originality piece comes in. Totally. And so like getting back to your question around like what other medicine is there? So specific to the hard money wound, I like to look at money medicine sort of from neck up and neck down because they're both important. And so some of what we've been talking about is kind of neck up, right? Like getting our brain on board with the idea that impact equals income. And so from an evidence perspective of that, there are so many actors that we can look at that are still making money off of the reruns of their show, you know, 20 years later when they're not, they're doing no additional work, but they're still making money. Why? 
because the show is still impacting people. People are still watching it. You know, it's like the office and friends are still like the top shows on Netflix Mm -hmm. and they haven't done any work in Mm -hmm. over a decade, you know? Mm -hmm. So So that's an example. If I were to, you know, go to a concert, I'm looking at tickets for Jack White. If it were a stadium show where I'm there with 50,000 people, I would expect to pay a different price for the ticket versus if I were booking him for a private house party where Mm -hmm. it was going to be me and my eight besties and Jack White. Both are good, but just understanding that like the impact is going to come with a different price tag, right? Mm -hmm. And so like if you're a newer coach, one-on-one is, of course, it's going to cost more than whatever you're charging for your group program. And that's Mm -hmm. fine because there's depth and there's intimacy, Mm -hmm. just like the private concert has a different price tag Mm -hmm. because you're getting more intimacy. Those are kind of the neck up things that allow us to sort of step into more embodied pricing and really understand that Mm -hmm. impact truly is the driver for our income. From a neck down perspective, noticing how this wound shows up and what it feels like in your body. So it might show up when you're looking at your bank account. It might show up when you're thinking about planning your month and you're like, oh, there I am in this spiral again of trying to figure out how to do more. Okay. What does this feel like in my body? It feels a little panicky. Like I can feel my engine just revving up and just wanting to like, go, go, go and do all the things but it's not from an embodied place. It's like, there's an underlying kind of anxiousness or anxiety there. Okay. Can I take some breaths right now? Can I anchor into safety? Can I call in ease? Can I welcome in this new perspective and new energy? Okay. Now can I ask myself a different question? So if my money goal is X, how can I create more impact in my business? So it's like getting our nervous system out of that old pattern, which takes some noticing because your body's used to whatever that default reaction is. And so just being with that, doing some energy work, some tapping, some breath work, whatever it is to change your state. And then with that new conscious awareness and intention, ask yourself a different question. I love so much that you brought that up because it's so important. We're so used to just using our minds, like you said. And when you really do, you know, you do some pranayama or clear the energy that is chaotic in your body because of your mind creating it, (laughs) then you tap into that wealth of knowledge that's in there. And then you get to a place, what's possible is that you'll notice that your body is telling you something different than your mind is. And especially for those of you who have the sacral response. And then the power really comes for me and like learning to trust in what that sacral beat or my body response is telling me over the mind. Yes. Cause like the body doesn't lie. The mind is more programmed. The body is just like, here's what it is. Like the body, I always compare it to like a dog, like they are so loving and here to support us. And they don't remember five seconds later, if you were even just like mean to them, you know, yeah. and our body is similar in that they're just a mirror for the truth. 
And when you learn to tap into your body, the way that Emily was just talking about, it's like, that's the, yes. like, I don't know if this was happening to anyone else, but as Emily was even talking through that process, I'm like, I felt my body taking deep breaths on its own. Yes. Yeah. The, <laughs> the neck down, the body work is so important. <laughs> oh my God. I love it so much. I love it. Truthfully, because we'll wrap up in a minute, but I mean, our ability to connect with a higher dimension, with inspiration, like it doesn't come from our mind and our mind actually blocks that. And so getting the whole self aligned to be able to receive the insights and all the other stuff is like where it's at. And that's why so many times when we get a hit, it's like, we're out on a walk or we're in the shower because our mind actually isn't engaged. So there's room for that to come in. So that's just another added benefit of what Emily was just talking about, like the full body, <laughs> the neck down approach. Totally. And it's like, how often have we tried just saying affirmations and, Ugh, you know, yeah. I am a money magnet, money flows to me easily. And it's like, but it doesn't. And it feels terrible if you actually tune in when you're saying it, if it doesn't feel real. <laughs> right. Yeah which just, we don't get into it, but messes up your energy even more. Mantras can be great, but they have to really be aligned. So, oh my God, so much amazingness here. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And I am going to forever, I have now like a picture of like a chicken in my head with just like no head. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I need to get a bit better visual, but it's kind of perfect though. Cause the body can still run around on its own. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's still doing what it needs to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Thank you so much for your time and all of your wisdom and insights. You can find Emily. She's, you know, on all the spaces, Instagram, Facebook, and makes money and her website. You have a bunch of different programs. So like you were saying, individual ones, um, the one-on-one work group programs, short ones, longer ones. And so it's up to you to figure out what works for you and, um, definitely jump on all the things and follow Emily for more wisdom, because this is just one tiny little thing that we're talking about today. Income equals impact so much more. Yes. Thank you. I would love to connect with everyone listening on social media. So come hang out, slide into the DMS. Let me know that you listen to the show. Um, or better yet, you can like screenshot it when you're listening and then tag Molly and I, so we can, Mm -hmm. you know, share you and celebrate you. And if you're interested in learning more about your money wounds, just from this talk, I do, I have a free quiz and it's just moneywoundsquiz.com. It's six simple questions And it'll give you a lot of insight into what your top wounds are. And then it will invite you into some healing around those as well. And I will tell you, it is really good. It was spot on. Um, Emily and I were in a retreat in Newport Beach and she told me about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, because I, my background's in IO psych. So I had so many statistic courses and a lot of that says like the quizzes really aren't testing what they're meant to tell you they're testing, blah, blah, blah. So I had such a cynicism. So I like took it because you're my friend. And then I was like, whoa, (laughs) whoa, how'd she know that? Like the report that came back, I'm like, wait, is she psychic? Did she just read what was in my head? The quiz is really insightful. So I definitely encourage everyone to jump on and take that and see what comes up for you. I love your cynicism and your your straight shooting. (laughs) I was like, well, you're my friend. I'll do it. Whatever. And then when I read it, I'm like, oh. She knows what she's doing. Okay. 
that's the, that's the thing with the mind, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The quiz was so divinely guided. It was such a co-creation and it's just a fun way to get into the money work. <laughs> Yay. All right. So everyone right now, go do it now. <laughs> go to M's website and just take it now. And then in your inbox, we'll drop through all this divine insight and it will feel like she just read your soul. And then let us know, like I'm said, tag online, send a DM. And otherwise, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful that you shared all of this with us. And it was an amazing refresher for me. I love diving to this energy again, because I feel like every time I do, it just brings up something different, like another layer has opened up. Yay. It was my absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. All right. Bye everyone. Talk to you next time.